So James and Elijah um, share some commonalities. I want to talk about them, but first I want to say uh, that uh, Sunday mornings, and I mentioned this at our coffee hour, Sunday mornings are are one of the, the weirdest part of this quarantine for me. Sunday mornings were... Uh, kind of the anchor of my weekly routines every week, uh, the opportunity to touch base with each one of you and to see you and to uh, shake your hand, <laughs> give you a hug, uh, see your smiling faces. Uh, and uh, I miss Sunday mornings with you and I miss each one of you, uh, but I'm glad to be able to share this time together uh, and to gather in this new and different way. Um, we have been talking throughout this season Lent, of Lent about how we love to tell the story uh, of, of God uh, and how we get to uh, share this story with one another, uh, how we experience it in our lives. Um, and into the midst of this, we hear James. Uh, James, who says uh, that everyone should be quick to listen slow to speak, and slow to grow angry. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get, to, to become angry. Um, boy, uh, that's a tough one, because it seems like right now uh, we're all quick to speak, doesn't it? And as we think about what it means for us to share God's story, um, it can become easy to focus on how much we talk. But I think the danger becomes that we are so uncomfortable with quiet that we become quick to speak and slow to listen quick to speak and slow to listen, the exact opposite of what James calls us to be. We encounter a quiet moment in our worship, in our lives, and we rush in to fill it. We rush in to add something, to add our voice, to add our opinion, to add our thoughts but, says James, we ought to instead be quick to listen and slow to speak. And that's really, right, two things. It's, number one, the skill of learning how not to speak. And I think that's hard for us. Learning how to not speak. How often have we filled the noise in our lives. Sometimes it's with conversation and small talk. Sometimes it's with comments and replies online. Sometimes it's with the noise of the television in the background when we're home during this quarantine. We're quick to fill the quiet in our lives. I think often of what it's like when I'm invited to spend sacred moments with people in their illness or in their grief. 
One of the things that happens when you walk beside people during those times is we, you enter into a room and you've got the people that are grieving or ill at the center of it and those of us who had come, have come to console them. And the first thing that people do when they walk into that room is they ask, how are you? Because they want to start a conversation. And so they ask, how are you, to the person who is lying on their deathbed? How are you to the person who is grieving the loss of their mother, their father, their brother, their sister? Because they want conversation. And so we, by nature, say, I'm fine. Everything's good. How are you? It's great, isn't it? But it's not. The most powerful thing we can do when we enter into a space like that is to enter and be present and be quiet. And to make space for listening to how we really are. Listening to how our friends really are. Listening to what God is saying in that moment. We've all been to a party, not anytime recently, but we've all been to a party and there's always that that one person who, as you're talking, you can see in their eyes that they're not actually listening. They're thinking about what they're going to say next. Right? You know what I'm talking about? And so anytime there's a break in their con- in a conversation, you might be telling a story, say, of your last vacation, and when you stop to take a breath, that person immediately enters into the better vacation they went on. Or the funnier story they have to tell and fills that silent spot with the thing that they have been thinking about instead of listening to what you say. That's why James tells us to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because it's when we are listening, not thinking about what we're going to say next, but really listening that we begin to hear God's story being told by others, too. Loving the story of God is not just about loving and knowing and being able to share what God has done in my life. It's also about being able to hear what God is doing in the people around us. To being able to hear how God is speaking through the people that God has placed in our lives. And as long as we are talking, we can't listen. That's why I love this story from First Kings, the 19th chapter, this story of Elijah. We think of experiences of God as that big burning bush, the dramatic events of life. the big mountaintop moments. But the mountaintop moment for Elijah is when Elijah learned how to shut his trap. And he goes up this mountain and he expects to hear God in the raging inferno, in the wind and in the thunder, all the traditional places where one could expect to hear God. And instead, 
God speaks to Elijah with that still, small voice in the whisper of quiet, in the sounds of silence, where each of us experiencing quiet in new ways during this time, the quiet of quarantine. the stillness of self-isolation. And there are some definite hardships in the midst of this. It's hard to not be able to see you every Sunday, my friends. It's hard to not be able to spend time with the people we love, to cancel visits with family members and friends. That's hard. But there is some goodness, too. Perhaps in this goodness, we can learn again to listen for God's voice in the quiet. Perhaps in this time of self-isolation and self-quarantine, we can learn to hear what God is saying through others. Can you imagine the things we might be able to hear if all the talking heads would be quiet for once? Can you imagine what we could hear if we paid attention to the quietest voices in our culture instead of the loudest voices? Where is God speaking to you today? Who is God calling to you to listen to in this time? Who have you been speaking to instead of listening to? I'd invite you to the spiritual discipline of listening, of not just learning how to not talk, but learning how to listen with our whole selves to what God is doing and God is saying in this moment. The quarantine will be over. Sooner or later, we'll all go back to normal, whatever that means, sooner or later. But hopefully we will come out of this time with new ears and a new heart refreshed by what God has done for us. Amen.